you all science-loving humans of this earth. It's your host, Isabella, and welcome back to our last and final episode of Enviroverse. It's so sad, but um, we have good things to end our episode with, but we appreciate all you listeners for joining in on our weekly podcasts or bi-weekly podcasts. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about whether or not the U.S. should build a high-speed rail system. Let's get started. let's get into it and uh let's lay down the facts so what exactly are high speed trains or just speed trains you might ask well uh speed trains are a type of passenger rail transport that operate significantly faster than the normal speed of rail traffic high speed trains have uh long been a reality in Europe and Asia. High-speed rail infrastructure exists across Europe and Asia, where publicly owned and maintained tracks can connect passengers from Beijing to Hong Kong in nine hours, or in Spain, for instance, from Madrid to Barcelona in under three hours. In the U.S., uh, there's actually currently only one high-speed uh, rail line, and you could argue for that. Um, uh, It's uh, Amtrak's Excel Express, which runs through the Northeast Corridor from uh, Boston to Washington, D.C., and can reach speeds of 165 miles per hour, but frequently uh, runs at an average of 70 miles uh, per between those cities. So this happens because um, in the United States, there's only one high-speed rail system, which does not allow us to have as much speed trains, and supporters of building high-speed trains in uh, the U.S., argued that a new rail system will help reduce the country's automobile use, which in turn would alleviate um, the U.S. dependence on foreign oil, decrease carbon emissions that are contributing to climate change, as well as uh, to reduce traffic congestion. But while others on the opposing side argued that the U.S. uh, building these speed rails would be too much of a financial burden on our governments, um, specifically, you know, our federal and state governments, which... um, those against it say that um, our governments are suffering economically, so they really don't see a point to them. And um, so now that we've got those facts laid out for you, let's get into our conversation. So trains haven't been a popular source of transportation in the last couple of decades, especially in the United States. After World War II, um, a boom in the construction of highways in suburban residential communities led many commuters to abandon trains for automobiles. In addition to the lure of the car, experts say the rise of the airplane and bus travel and the financial burden of increasingly expensive wage contracts and ununionized um, railroad workers all contributed to the decline of the railroad in the U.S. But as time progresses on, gas price- prices increase rapidly. I know when I go to the gas station and I see these gas prices rising, I'm like, dang, $4 for a gallon of gas. Like Sometimes it's almost like $4.50. And I'll just see that and I'll be like, wow. Like, But I mean, you have to fill up gas, you know. You got to do what you got to do. So anyways, (laughs) prices of cars go up and not only uh, a lot of people these days can't afford to have a vehicle or pay these guys prices, especially when you're living in expensive states like California, Um, but it also takes a longer time to get to your destination um, in car compared to just a direct train. For instance, um, 
from here in Hemet to San Diego, it's at least half an, an hour, maybe an hour and a half or even longer if there's traffic. And especially in states where there's a lot of traffic, like Los Angeles, um, here in California, there's a lot of traffic and that in big cities, it's just um, highly populated areas. It's just not really convenient when there's traffic. But um, with the U.S., if they were to build a high-speed rail systems, it could help get people to places uh, faster without using their vehicle. And it would also bring down carbon emissions. And not only that, but we people wouldn't have to worry about things like traffic as much or less car accidents. And in fact, um, when it comes to saving our planet, a typical passenger vehicle emits about 4.6 metric tons of carbon dioxide per year. So um, this assumes that the average gasoline vehicle on the road today has a fuel economy about of about 22 miles per gallon and drives around um, like 11,500 miles per year. Every gallon of gasoline burned creates about 8,887 grams of carbon dioxide. And that's just diesel blowing straight into the air we breathe. And imagine all the drivers on the road. So by the U.S. Um, installing high-speed rails, we could reduce our greenhouse gases. And uh, people could also get to their destinations faster instead of sitting in high-traffic areas in their vehicle. So while uh, having the United States build high-speed rails in order for us to have uh, high-speed trains would be cool there are still some downsides to it as well for instance in july 2010 the federal transit um, administration estimated that 77.7 billion would needed to be repaired to fix um the, the systems in the u.s and also that um spending that much money to repair the trains would be a lot according to the government to spend and uh, also that these new high-speed trains would have to be bought if we're going to build and expand on that idea just to ensure that there's safety to these trains. And um, basically, a lot of these reasons have been that uh, money is the issue and that, um, that uh, in fact, that the government and other uh, organizations and people have said that we could just rely on vehicles if we're trying to, to save our planet because um, in the future people are planning on uh, reducing automobile um, emission uh, carbon dioxide emissions so for instance the congressional research service or the crs estimates that um that by the by um the time in a few years that our uh, carbon emissions from down will go from cars will go down considering the fact that there's a new shift on hybrid cars electric cars and also the crs also said that they estimate that rail improvements would not reduce automobile um emissions and carbon dioxide emissions as much as we think and it would only be about four to six percent but when you think about um about all the people that drive and take trains, I mean four point six percent might not seem like a lot, but we're talking on huge numbers, and the more the better if we still have this mindset that um oh, it's only six percent five percent, we won't get anywhere, even these little changes can lead to bigger things if we're all to putting in our work so what do you guys think? What's better, having a high-speed rails built in the U.S. 
or um, sticking to our traditional standard cars? What do you think could change the future or should we change it? Should we spend this money or should we not? Anyways, it's so sad that this is our last episode of Enviroverse. We had some great times creating this podcast with our amazing crew who put their work and effort into giving you listeners the hard facts and just discuss things going on in our environment. I hope you guys are, uh, I hope you listeners take this and um, use this to help you make better decisions to help improve our planet in the beautiful world we live in so future generations generations can enjoy our trees and the skies and oceans and just enjoy the planet that's around us and if we do not all start making a change we could lose it and just remember that to treat our planetly with love and respect for the planet that's around us thanks for listening to enviroverse guys and before we end this please do not forget make our world greener than grayer bye guys